as well. And we also want to invite those who are just joining us right now, coming into the call. Um, we are lifting up God, thanking God for another opportunity to experience Wife's Night service. Uh, even though it is a little different than what we're used to, we are still giving God this moment, this opportunity to let him know how grateful we are come to an end of another year and to bring in the new, the beginning of another year. Uh, I want to take this opportunity now to turn it over to our own Dr. James Henry Harris as he lays out the format for tonight. Dr. Harris, are you with us? Thank you, Reverend Antonio. Thank you so much. Thank you, Reverend Demetrius, and thank you, Brother Nathaniel Kearney for uh, that selection. We're so grateful and so thankful to all of you. Um, most of you know who participate with us annually that uh, normally our service starts much later and leads over into uh, the new year. However, um, this year has been very different in almost every way possible. And I just want to thank all of you for making the adjustment and for continuing to support uh, Second Baptist Church. Um, a lot of times we have music and testimony. We will have uh, a sample of that tonight. Um, and so the, the spirit of this is that we will have um, persons that we have pre-identified because we are on, we are on the call and therefore uh, we cannot, unfortunately, just open it up like we do when we are in church. Uh, there are certain limitations to us being on the call, and we're asking people to, um, for those who uh, have been identified to testify, uh, to keep it within the uh, one or two minute uh, range. And also, we're going to close out our service tonight with having Holy Communion uh, as well. So we've I've identified uh, several people when I call uh, your names. Make sure that you... Uh, Press star six when, when I call your names, just the people's names that I call before you begin to speak and or sing. Uh, first tonight, I've, I've asked uh, Sister Joanne Kearney-Jones to, um, to testify and to sing for us tonight. She'll, she'll um, preface her song with a testimony. And then after Joanne will be Fletcher Johnson with a testimony. We're calling you as as the as the uh, service continues. Joanne, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Yes, ma'am, you're on. Um, I guess I just want to start by saying everybody knows that this has been an incredibly interesting and different year. But I just want to thank God for His mercy and for His protection over me. Because most of you know I work in healthcare and I go into the hospital every day. Um, some days I really have to go into the bathroom and pray because my anxiety gets the best of me. But then I think about a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the calls and a lot of the times that God has not just shown up but shown out. And I have to remind myself to breathe. And the reason that I went into the profession that I did was to help people. And although I know that this is a bad, bad thing, if anybody doesn't believe, you need to watch the news. 
because this is really, really not good. And I was very, very terrified about taking a, a, um, a vaccine that I wasn't comfortable with. But I was more terrified of what would happen if I didn't. So for all of the people out there, I have been vaccinated. And I did it not just for myself, but I did it for myself and the people I love. Because I don't want to get sick and I don't want to make anybody around me sick. You know, I'm trusting God and that's where I'm going to leave it. You know, he didn't, he hasn't brought me this far to leave me now. So my song is, I don't see a no ways time. I've come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy, but I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. And I had several songs, but that's the one that's right now resonating in my heart. So I'm just going to say, I don't feel no God. Praise God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Thank you, Lord. Next, we have Brother Fletcher Johnson with a testimony. Brother Fletcher Johnson. Fletcher, are you with us? Brother Fletcher, are you with us? Okay, Fletcher, I'll come back to you. So, um, we'll move on to Sister Aura Drew with uh, a testimony and a song. Aura, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Your testimony and song is now. All right. Good evening, Second Baptist. I can't wait to see each and every one of you. And you all know my testimony. In, in, in 2016, you know, I had a mini stroke. And every year at the end of the year, I just thank God for letting me see another day, letting me see another year. 
And it goes to show you God knows everything, not the doctor, not man. And when the doctors, when I found out that the doctor said the type of stroke I had usually takes people out. And when every doctor that came in kept telling me I was fortunate, I said, I'm blessed. And this year, um, 2020, I saw 60 years old. That was a milestone for me. And I just thank God every day just for allowing me to see, to wake up in the morning and with good health. So my testimony is all of my health comes from the Lord, my health. And it's, it's my health, but it's just not my health. It's all of our health. So I would like to take this opportunity to share with you my testimony. I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the Lord which made heaven and earth. He said, He will not suffer thy foot, thy foot to be moved, the Lord which keepeth thee, he will not slumber nor sleep, for the Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is Upon thy right hand, upon thy right hand, for the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night, he shall preserve. Even forevermore, my Thank you, Sister Aura. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I believe I have Brother Fletcher Johnson with me now. Is that right, Fletcher? Okay, thank you. I am so sorry for this technology piece. But first and foremost, I want to 
thank my Lord and Savior for delivering me through this trying year we have just gone through. Um, I am responsible. I work in the homeless field, and I am responsible for 33 men who are veterans of the armed service. When this pandemic hit us, what hit me was something that I had never, ever dreamed of ever having to experience. In March of this year, we had to pretty much shut down our facility. We had to send staff members home. They worked from home. But I had to put in tremendous hours because somebody had to be there because these gentlemen had to eat. They had, they had to have appointments. Whatever was going on, it was my responsibility to make sure that it happened. Again, this has been the most trying year of my life. I am so grateful that the Lord, my Lord and Savior has been beside me this entire walk. At my facility, I have not had one person sick. Nobody has had COVID-19. And I know it was because of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, we did a lot of things to help make sure we stayed healthy, stayed clean and safe. I had sanitation people in the building once a week, sanitizing the entire building. We were wiping down things. We had sanitizer. I had stations set up everywhere to make sure we stayed safe. But I know it was my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that got me through this. When, March, when it happened in March, I just said to myself, I'm going to follow what the science people tell me. I'm going to do what they tell me to do. And I did that. I wear a mask. I wash my hands. I sanitize. I do everything that Dr. Fauci and all the rest of them told us to do. And I was comfortable with that. Then Thanksgiving came, and there was a resurgence. People not following the rules. People acting like this, was, this pandemic wasn't real. I want everybody to know this is absolutely real. Absolutely real. So when the resurgence came and people went off of Thanksgiving and the numbers started going up again, all right, all of a sudden my anxiety level went up. Because now I'm thinking that I, we got past the early part, but now it was going to get worse. December has been an awful, awful month. And in the beginning of December, I was thinking this was going to pretty much be it. Now those same people are telling us that January is going to be worse than December. So all I'm going to do is lean on my Lord and Savior to take me through 30 more days of helping me to make sure that the people that I'm responsible for are taken care of. During this whole thing in November, I had to have a procedure done at the hospital. 
I'm all prepared to have the procedure. It's on a Tuesday. They called me on Friday and tell me I have to come take a COVID test. I had already taken two COVID tests because of the position I'm in and working with the people I have to work with. But these people told me that wasn't going to be good enough. So on, on, on a Friday, my procedure was on the 10th. On that Friday before I go in, I would get another negative test. So that means I've had three negative COVID-19 tests. I go in, have a procedure. The procedure comes out fine. Again, my Lord and Savior has been beside me. Again, this year has been so, so different. I heard Pastor talk about it. And that's the absolute truth. I could never have imagined anything like this. And in closing, I just want to say how grateful I am again. And people, please, please listen to the people who know what they're talking about and follow what they ask us to do. Thank you all so very much. And Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you, Fletcher. Thank you so much. Does Yvette, Yvette want to say something? I just want to say Happy New Year to all of my church family. I miss you guys so, so much. Pastor, I really, really miss everybody. And you and First Lady, you all have a happy, happy New Year. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys very, very soon. May God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. And then, Andre, you can get ready to speak after Mac, if you can get on. Good evening, church. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall forever be in my mouth. And I just want to take this time just to thank the Lord for this year, 2020, a year of clear vision, a year in had to just stop and think for a while. Amazing grace. I sweep the sound. It saved the rest like me. Once was lost. Now it's been. I was blind. Now I see. Thank God for allowing us to just slow down for a minute. Be group. See what is really important. And what's been important for me during these trying times is to continue to lean on the word of God. The word has not changed at all. As I get up each day and listen to the news, it's always a different story. It's always something new. But the word of God holds firm in my mind. I've been leaning on it, and that's why I want to thank him for allowing me to get to this point in life. I lean on words like, for the Spirit of God gave us, does not make us tender, gives us power, gives us love, gives us self-discipline. Lean on those words. Um, I'm at the school, and everything I learned was new, virtual learning. And when I started out with the school year, it was just, it was just overwhelming. It was just a whole bunch going on, a whole bunch of stuff I had to learn. And every time I turned around, it was something new. And I really was not in the right frame of mind. 
I was having a hard time. But in the midst of having a hard time, I took my burdens to the Lord. I was getting up, going to school every day, saying, Lord, I got to go to this meeting. I got to learn how to do this. I got to learn how to do that. And after I had that meeting with the Lord, I went from, I got to learn how to, my attitude changed to, I get to learn how. I've learned so much in this short period of time how to make adjustments and continue to do the will of God. Continue to lean on them words like, I can do all things through Christ. I continue to lean heavily on the words like, greater is he that is in me than he that's in this world. As I look back, if it wasn't for the blood covering me, how could I have made it? Could not have made it this far without him. I had 10,000 tons. I couldn't thank him enough. All that he's done. Keep, keep us covered. Keep us COVID free. I also want to thank my church family as usual for their, their, their time in this way. But that support in this spirit, feeling spiritually. You know, I want to thank um, Dr. Harris for continuing to do things to keep this church together. And we survived a tough year. And I know brighter days are ahead. That's why I want to continue to lean on that word. I want to continue to be thankful for all that I do have. And I end by saying, just thanking God for allowing me to see what is important. What's important is something as simple as maybe just a phone call to an old friend. You know, just to, just to hear their voice and to hear that they're doing all right. Because a lot of people didn't make it through this. And I just want to continue to thank God, praise Him, lift Him up. Thank Him for keeping me COVID-free as I continue to strive to be more likely. And it's just something about that name, Jesus, that will continue to call on. Thank you so much. I love you. It ain't nothing you can do about it. I ain't going to take it back. Deacon Mac. Peace. Thank you, Deacon Mac. Thank you, Deacon Mac. You, you sound like your old self, even though we're not in the church. We appreciate it very much. Now, um, Andrea, Sister Andrea, Sister Andrea Longwimbush, are you ready? Yes, can you hear me? We got you. We can hear you loud and clear now. Thank you. I'm going to piggyback on where Nathaniel started us. It had not been for the Lord on my side. Tell me, where would I be? This year, 2020, can't get be over fast enough. But this has just been traumatizing. I dealt with my mother's illness, her operation, and ultimately her death for the first half of the year. And I've been running back and forth up and down the road to her home in Maryland trying to clean it out. My mama was the hoarder's hoarder. I, I can say, 
as of the first part of this month, I have touched every surface in that house, cleaned it out, done about four dumpsters full of, of, of stuff called away and a whole lot of other stuff for, uh, that we've given away. So I just thank and praise God for the strength just to get through all of that. This year has been a year of protection. God has protected me and my family. We have not had COVID in our household. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I just thank God each and every day because I feel those angels all around me. See them even around Amos who came for Christmas and things. I could see them and feel them all around me. Just protecting us, keeping us. I bleeded the blood. I put the, the blood across the, the door jam and I believe that God is continue as he promised to keep us COVID free. He's continuing to bless me. You all know I had the retirement party about three, four years ago, but I still was working. Well, now, as of today, the 31st of December, I'm gone. I am not doing law anymore. This year confirmed it was time for me to get out and do something different. I don't know exactly where God is leading me, but I know that he is, and that's all I need to know. But I know he has had me turn my back on. I, I don't have that, that feel for the law anymore. I'm done with it. Um, i still got a couple you know, cases I'm trying to, to get settled. But for the most part, I'm done. Um, I appreciate church family. Because in this time of COVID, I didn't realize that I, that I needed people this much. I didn't realize I needed to, to touch people, feel people around me. And and my church family has just been wonderful. We still stay connected. And church is not the place. It's the people. It is the people. And there is no church like Second Baptist Church. I appreciate that. I appreciate being allowed to be a member of the feeding ministry. Oh, I've always fed people. That, that, that was my thing. I love cooking. I like, I like to feed folks. Can't do that right now. Can't have people over. Can't take, you know, can't do all of that. But with the feeding ministry, go two days a week to that and get, still get the satisfaction of being able to help people, especially in these trying times, to eat, to eat basic food. In the nation that rich as we are, there's no reason in the world why anybody should go to bed hungry. We just have way too much prosperity for people to be hungry. And the feeding ministry through the food bank is, is one of the major ways that we're redistributing the wealth of the food, get it to the people who truly, truly, truly need it. God is continuing to bless me. There is absolutely nothing that I need, and there is nothing that I want. And yet he continues to bless me. Just today, I drove off the dealership with a brand new 2021 card in my husband. God is still blessing me. I can't thank praise him enough. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you everybody for that great testimony. Uh, Reverend Antonio is going to sing a song for us now and, and testify if he wants to, and then that'll be followed by Reverend uh, Gloria Lucas. Blessed assurance, 
Jesus is mine. Oh, what a force of glory divine. Air of salvation, purchased of God, born in his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission. All is at rest. I in my Savior and happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my I mean, I, I think I saw you in a singing group one time on some. I don't know where that was, but you were on the stage with a singing group. You like, you like singing. You're a pretty good singer too, I must say. Yes, sir. Don't let nobody tell you you can't sing. You can sing your song. <laughs> God bless. God bless you. As a matter of fact, uh, if you keep this up, you know you might have to also direct a choir in the church. We don't know. <laughs> I know I know you can say that. Now, Reverend Gloria Lucas. Reverend Lucas, are you with us? Yes, Dr. Harris. Good yes, evening. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, we got you. I want to say good evening to everyone and I want to thank uh our pastor for allowing me to testify. I Thank God for the privilege of being with my Second Baptist Church family. I I love my church family, and uh, you all have always been there to encourage me, and not only me, but me and my late husband, Deacon Stanley Lucas, uh, my sugar, as I call him. Uh, but I just want to say that in 2018, God was good to me because he allowed 
life, but I can see now he has more work for me to do. And I want to thank God for him allowing me to, uh, through Dr. Harris, have a intercessory prayer ministry on the phone line on Saturday mornings. Uh, we have a number. Uh, it is 609-663-4533. And we are there from 9.15 to 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. And you may call us and you can have dialogue with us. We are not muted. Um, and you can pray, uh, testify, read scripture, or just say hello. I just want to thank God for all of you because I believe that when you meet God in the morning, he'll be with you throughout the day and he can carry you through. Um, my husband and I decided on one of our anniversaries to pick a life verse that we would stand on. And that verse is Romans 8:28, And it says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And so I want to be obedient to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to serve him as long as he will allow me to. And I want to encourage those of you who do not uh, who don't have a very close relationship with him to draw closer to him now because I thought 2018 was a rough year, but 2020 has been uh, rough too because on March, the, on the third Sunday in March, uh, my Girl Scouts and I, we were all ready to have Girl Scout Sunday. And then... Um, that Friday before the Sunday, uh, everything had to be shut down because of the COVID. And so life has not been the same since. And we're all trying to stay in and stay safe. And I just thank God that two of my children who work in the health field, my son, Dr. Lucas, and my daughter, Monica Lucas, have both taken the vaccine. Um, Monica actually had COVID-19, and she survived it. But I have lost two close friends to that disease and one cousin who was rehabbing from a stroke, and she caught the COVID, and just, we, we lost her. So as my doctor said, this disease is a killer. Don't play with it. So I don't play with it. I wear a mask. Even when I go to the hairdresser, I'm, I am fully masked and gloved. But you have to take precautions and do what the scientists and the doctors say because they're trying to save our lives. And so I thank God for allowing me to testify I thank God for my pastor, Dr. Harris, and especially Dr. Demetrius. She is a very spiritual, incited woman, and I love her. So 
I just want to say to all of you, I wish you a happy new year. I pray that when we have watch night next year, we will be in our sanctuary. We will have our screens up. We will be tithing and we will be joyous because we are a loving church family. And I thank God for pastors trying to keep us together and with that robocall every um, evening around 730. It's just such a blessing. Sometimes it comes at the very time I need to get away from the television here and what that crazy president of ours is doing. And then um, I hear a pastor and it makes it all much better. So I want to thank you. Pastor, Dr. Demetrius, I want to thank Second Baptist, and I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for he is the reason for this season. Amen. 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 Thank you, Reverend Lucas. I appreciate the uh, kindness of all of you. And let me just say again, thanks to all of the members of Second Baptist. Thanks for your many cards that you sent for Christmas. We're so grateful and so thankful. And also, um, the Christmas gifts that many of you gave, uh, showing forth your generosity and your kindness, I'm going to express um, our sincere thanks to each of you uh, for that. We are so grateful and so thankful. And as many of you have said, we certainly look forward to getting back into the sanctuary, back into the church, um, as we also look forward to being vaccinated and staying diligent and following the protocols until then, and even after then, according to uh, what some of the physicians are saying. And I want to also express my sincere thanks to Dr. Elton Hart, who keeps us apprised every Sunday about what's going on in the health world and what's going on with COVID-19. And also his colleague, Dr. James Jones. Also, we're so grateful and so thankful to, um, to all of them. I just have a very brief word to share with you tonight, and I'll do that. But uh, before I do, I want to uh, ask us to all be in prayer for Brother John Allen, um, who lost his youngest sister, Christine Cross, uh, in Portsmouth, Virginia, on yesterday. So please keep Brother John Allen, one of our uh, faithful trustees, in your prayers and in your thoughts. And uh, also, uh, Sister Gladys Jefferson's family, if you recall, Sister Gladys Jefferson and her members of her family uh, contracted COVID-19 soon after Thanksgiving. And uh, Sister Gladys Jefferson called today to say that her family has tested negative for COVID-19. Um, and uh, the family is now coming along and uh, recovering and doing well. So we are very grateful and very thankful uh, for that. But as has been said, we want to encourage social distancing, we want to encourage hand washing, and we want to encourage wearing um, our face covering, face mask, mask as well. So we are thankful and grateful to all of you. And uh, we're blessed that you've had a wonderful Christmas, and we're praying that we'll have a wonderful new year as well. Many persons have been sick. Uh, in the hospital. I have called their names. I've tried to call their names each evening. Um, 
and ask you to lift up in prayer Russell Archer and Brenda Randolph and Clarice Carpenter and Margaret Woodson and Rose Graham and Sister Carolyn Harrison and Grace Massenberg, Sister Brenda Smith and Sister Eldemeyer Brown, uh, also Deneen Harris and Sandra Hurt um, early on, and Sister Shirley Harris and Margaret Robinson. So keep them in prayer. Now, I have a very brief message for you. And, and after that, uh, Sister Joanne Kearney will do another short selection, and then we'll proceed into Holy Communion. So between now and then, we get our communion pyramids together. We're going to celebrate communion to close out our service, our watch night service tonight. Sister Demetrius read for your hearing the first uh, from First Peter, the first chapter in the 13th verse. And the text says, therefore, prepare your minds for action, discipline your lives, set all your hope on the grace that Jesus Christ will bring you when he is revealed. And I just want to say, um, based on this, these words, that it's important for us in 2021 uh, to keep hope alive. Let that be our testimony. We want to keep hope alive. And I say that because... Um, you know, these are difficult times and it's very easy to become hopeless. And uh, there are days uh, when I feel as defeated and oftentimes as distressed as anyone else. Uh, some days I'm struggling uh, to make it like all of us because of the impact of this disease, the impact of this sickness, and the effect that it's having on uh, our communities and on our people. So my brothers and sisters, I don't have to tell you how difficult these times are and how trying these times are. No matter what measurable metric we use, we recognize that these are challenging, difficult times. These times, every day and every hour, you turn on the television, you listen to the news, the radio, you look at the newspaper. Every day and every hour is defined by statistics enumerating the number of people who tested positive for COVID-19 and the number of people who've been diagnosed with this new coronavirus and the number of people who have passed away. As of today, just imagine there are nearly 20 million people in the United States who have tested positive for coronavirus. And the numbers of the persons who have passed away have approached or maybe exceeding over 300,000 people. That's, that's just in the United States. I'm not even talking about and can't even keep up with what's going on in the rest of the world. So my beloved, in the midst of what could be perceived as hopelessness. We have to keep hope alive. These statistics lead to another statistic of the number of lives, the number of people who are affected, not just in our country, but around the entire world. Every country in every hemisphere, north, south, east, and west, every country throughout the known world has been affected. And you all know at the beginning of this uh, coronavirus last year, um, I was listening to the news today. It was on today, 
of uh, last year that the first case was recognized in Wuhan, China. And in the United States, people were saying, you know, that this was going to go away. We had health officials, we had political leaders and others saying that this was going to go away. And it, it did not, and it has not. And so this globalized pandemic has affected every corner of the world. And we are troubled by it. Troubled by it because there has been no absolute preparation for it. And we just recognize even today that the administration of the vaccine is not going well, according at least to the promises that have been made to the American people. And so we can only pray that we will get this under control soon, soon and very soon, because of what it means to the lives of so many people. And so um, all of the statistics, everything we think about, from the number of doctors and nurses to the number of beds and respirators and face masks and gloves and hand sanitizer and toilet paper and paper towels and food, everything is now local. And we must realize that. Microeconomics has never been so clear to everybody. And the interconnectedness of every country in the developed and developing world, the relationship between one country and another, between uh, the East and the West, between China and Europe and Asia, that relationship is now apparent. Everything from the ingredients that go into making basic things like Tylenol and toothpaste and vitamin C and vitamin D and zinc, these things that Dr. Jones encourages us all the time to take from medicine to mask, from clothes to cotton swabs, from mascara to other makeup materials, from shoes and boots to body bags and everything else. There's an interconnection between all of these things. And in spite of it all, I'm saying to us tonight that as a church, as a community, it is incumbent upon us to not lose hope. When hopelessness is all around us, we cannot lose hope. So 2021 is a year of hope. My hope is built on nothing less but Jesus' blood and righteousness. Let us not lose hope. Let us not sink into a deep depression. But let us realize that we serve the God of hope. And let us hold on to that hope. And that doesn't mean that we are foolish. That doesn't mean that we are operating in any vacuum. It just means that we recognize that hope has enabled us to deal with things in the past. And we must depend on that same hope to get us through this next year. It has brought us through 2020, no matter how difficult and challenging it has been. And indeed, it has been that. It has been the most difficult and challenging time, as many of you have testified, of our lives. For the past 100 years, we just never thought that we would be doing the things that we are doing. Up until this year, we could travel wherever we wanted to travel. 
We could be on planes and trains and cars and buses. We didn't have to be concerned about getting sick. And we never thought that in the most developed country in the world, in the United States, that we would be in the predicament that we're in today. It only shows that leadership matters. It shows that our votes matter, that people we put in high office matters. It only shows that we have to be concerned about one another and about our fellow human beings. And we can only be grateful and thankful to God for seeing us through. Second Baptist, my prayer tonight, my prayer in the past and my prayer for 2021 is that we would not lose hope. We have been a hopeful people. We have not been drowned in hopelessness. We have not succumbed to the grip of hopelessness that will seek us into despair. We recognize in spite of the cloudy days, we recognize in spite of the storm clouds, we recognize in spite of the rain, that there is a rainbow coming around the horizon. And we must hold on to the hope that has sustained us, has brought us this far by faith. And therefore, in 1 Peter, this 13th verse is very critical. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. We have to get our minds straight. We have to think. We have to be thoughtful in what we do. And then we have to discipline our lives. Yes, we cannot be as carefree as we have been. We have to be disciplined in doing the things that the physicians and the health professionals ask us to do. And then as this text says, set all your hope on the grace that Jesus Christ will bring you when he is revealed. We are people who believe in the grace of God. We are people who believe that God indeed has been graceful to us in spite of the situations and conditions that we have endured. Yes, we have struggled, we continue to struggle. Yes, we have suffered, we continue to suffer. Yes, we've had difficulties. Yes, we continue to experience these things. But we also have hope, a hope that mediates against hopelessness. And for that, we say thank you. As we prepare for 2021, let our hope grow stronger in the Lord, the Lord who made heaven and earth, the Lord who enriches us and strengthens us every single day. I'm so glad that God is able. I'm glad for Second Baptist Church. I'm glad for family and friends. I'm glad for all the things that the Lord has made possible to all of us. We look forward to continuing to do God's will and God's work as the new year unfolds. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, it's now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Amen.
Amen and Happy New Year as we listen to one of the songstresses of the church. Joanne is a repository of music and of songs. She, like many others, knows more songs than the library has. Joanne, are you with me? Can you sing now, right before we do communion? Yes, can you hear me? We got you. Yes, ma'am. We can hear you loud and clear. Okay. I'm going to take it back this time to somebody prayed for me. Had me on their mind. Took the time to pray for me. And I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. My mother prayed for me. Had me on her mind. Took the time to pray for me. And I'm so glad she prayed. I'm so glad she prayed. I'm so glad she prayed for me. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you so much. God bless you. Let us pray and as we prepare for Holy Communion. Eternal and gracious God, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for this New Year's Eve. We pray now as we participate in communion, recognizing that we come to understand that this bread is a symbol of the body of Christ, a body broken and mutilated for us and for our sins. And this cup, a symbol of the blood of Jesus Christ shed on Calvary's cross. As we partake in communion, let us be mindful that we are to leave all of our, all of our thoughts, all of the negativity, all of those things at the table so that we can go into the new year with a brand new hope, a brand new determination, and a brand new understanding of what God has done for us. Let us keep hope alive as Christ Jesus himself, as his resurrection is the meaning of hope. And for that we say thank you. Bless each person under the sound of my voice. Bless the bread and the cup. Heal us and strengthen us, touch us, and save us for each person that whose name I called. Let us keep them in prayer. For bereaved families, recently bereaved Charlene Watts, who lost her mother Rosa Hinton, Oscar Lynch's family, Dick and Clifford Harris, and his family who lost his sister. Brother Elwood Thomas, who lost his father-in-law. Sister Alfreda Atkins, who lost her husband, Richard. And now, as I said tonight, Brother John Allen, who lost his youngest sister, Christine. Please keep them all in prayer. We pray for their strength, for their healing. In Christ's name, amen. If you have bread or a wafer or a cracker or anything like that, we ask that you would pick it up now. 
and you would join us in communion. This bread is a symbol of the body of Christ, a body broken and mutilated for our sins. Take, eat, eat ye all of it. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And likewise with the cup, if you have in front of you some iced tea or hot tea or Kool-Aid or orange juice or some other non-alcoholic drink, please raise it up now in communion, recognizing that this cup is, says the scripture, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death until he returns. Drink ye all of it. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Happy New Year. Be safe. Reverend Antonio, it's back in your hands. Just want to take this opportunity to remind everyone, I know we are virtual, it's not Sunday yet, but if we were in church on today for watch night, we would lift up an offering. Um, so I want to remind everyone of our opportunities to give. You can give by sending it to the church, 1400 Idlewood Avenue, Richmond, Virginia, 23220. You can go by the church at any time and drop up. Or you can use our online options for giving. Go to PayPal at sbcwestend.com. Click on Donate. You can scroll down for PayPal. Scroll down for Cash App. If you're using Cash App, you want to utilize the dollar sign second bat. The dollar sign second bat. Dollar sign number two, N-D-B-A-P-T. Those are opportunities to give. We thank you for joining us on today. As Dr. Hart would say, go forth and be well, be well, and go forth. Let me do the benediction, sir. Okay, we're ready for the benediction. We'll close out. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. Now henceforth and forevermore. Happy New Year. Amen. Happy New Year. Amen. Happy New Year.